This is Samantha Mahoney sharing some encouragement with you for the day. As a coach consultant, I've been entrusted with the most personal aspects of individuals' lives. I have access to their moments of joy and also to the challenges that they face throughout the year. I simply don't disconnect when our conversations are over, but rather I faithfully brood over and pray for their breakthroughs. I rejoice in their victories and I admire their resilience in evolving through adversity. I'm very grateful and honored for the privilege of being invited on different people's journeys. One of the things that I ask my clients to do is to take stock of what happened over 2023. Some of them found that the last year was the highlight of their life. If everything went well, um, it was a great year financially, emotionally, um, successfully within work and relationships. But some also found that it was one of the most challenging and painful periods that they've ever experienced. So I say to you, if you found yourself in that latter category, I want to express my sincere sympathy for the difficult journey that you had to endure. Perhaps that difficulty came about because you grappled with a serious health issue. Perhaps there were financial setbacks. Perhaps there were different conflicts within relationships or maybe even the profound loss of a loved one. Frequently, there are no words that can adequately ease your suffering or provide solace for your heart. Maybe when people have even tried to be there for you, you've been frustrated by them offering advice or attempting to explain the reasons behind your hardships. In the midst of your pain, though, remember to extend grace to them. These people have one or two options. Either they totally avoid and ignore the pain that someone is going through when they're going through a crisis, and other times they try to offer that advice, try to be there for you. So just remember that when they do offer you advice, they're probably stepping outside of their comfort zones in an attempt to offer you support in the best way that they know how to. You know what? If all you require is the strength of their presence and a listening ear, then don't hesitate to communicate those needs. It's helpful for them to know just exactly what you need so that they can be there for you. But know this, they showed up because they love you and they care about you. I've often heard the phrase used that time heals all wounds, but I respectfully disagree with that statement. Time by itself heals nothing. But it's how you utilize that time that truly makes the difference. You know, I've been through different scenarios with people talking about loss, especially grief around the loss of a loved one. And everyone has different ways of dealing with that grief. There is no right or wrong way to grieve. It's just what suits you. I've met with people who on the one hand say, I don't want to let go of this grief because letting go means that I'll forget. And you get others on the other side of that scale, and I fall into this category, where I say, there's no way I could ever forget what this relationship means or what this person means. But I don't want to be crippled every day by that overwhelming grief that stops you from getting out of bed in the morning, that totally messes up your thoughts um, that totally overwhelms you that, to a point where you can't function. And if you find yourself overwhelmed by negative emotions 
and it seems like an insurmountable challenge to escape the darkness that you're in, then let me suggest this. Take a moment to shift your focus. And I know that's hard when you're so in it and you're so overwhelmed by negative feelings, but deliberately and consciously seek out anything positive in your life, no matter how small it is. These needn't be grand life-changing miracles. They are the everyday blessings that we often take for granted, such as I have family around me who support me, even when they say nothing, just their presence shows me the support. Maybe it's I have good health. Maybe it is I have a roof over my head. I have food in my belly. Even if you are living from hand to mouth, there's always that provision. And maybe it's just life itself. I woke up this morning. I'm grateful for that. These are all the gifts that are bestowed upon you by God due to his unwavering faithfulness. And what I've found is that when we make an effort to identify and express gratitude for the things that we do have, even when we're not feeling optimistic about it, it becomes evident to us just how much we truly possess. The practice of hunting for the blessings in your life actually creates an internal environment of gratitude within you, which in turn has the ability to boost your immune system by up to 50%. And this is scientifically proven. In the darkest night of the soul, I do have only one thing of value to offer you, and here it is. There is only one who comprehends the depths of your pain completely. There is only one who will carry you when you are too weary to stand. There is only one who is able to envelop you in his embrace and bring peace to your soul. There is only one who, despite your brokenness, can fill you with his joy. There is only one who has the power to save you and bring healing to your body. There is only one who can do something about your circumstances and somehow turn all things for your good. His name is Yeshua. He's the way, the truth, and the life. May you find solace as you rest your head against his chest and melt into his loving embrace. As you listen to the rhythm of his heartbeat, allow his boundless love to soothe the rawest wounds of your pain. You don't need to be anything other than receptive to his presence. Give him permission to gather the shattered fragments of your heart and craft something beautiful from the ashes. Because he excels at this, much like a skilled potter who transforms a lump of clay into a masterpiece. You may not see it today or even tomorrow, but he promises that joy will come in the morning. He will exchange your heaviness for a garment of praise. I've taken the time to just put a short meditation together for you. When you go, how do I find the small things that I'm grateful for? I can't even see past the pain that I'm in right now. If you have 10 to 14 minutes to listen to this meditation, make sure you're not driving. Just be in a comfortable place where you can engage with it. Notice what happens within your body and within your frame of mind, your mindsets as you engage with it. This, as well as other free meditations, can be found on my website, 
www.triuneholeness.com. My sincere love and blessings to you and your families. It can be really hard to be grateful when we're filled to the brim with negative emotions like anger, frustration, hopelessness, or grief. Instead of jumping straight into feeling thankful and seeing the silver lining, which is a learned skill, this meditation gives you permission to ride the waves of sadness or anger, feeling lost or in despair, before finding the space to be grateful. What does it mean to make space for a negative feeling? Psychologist and biophysicist Dr. Peter Levine studied how animals release their trauma. After they've been under threat, animals recover by allowing their bodies to shake, physically releasing that stress, because emotions live in our bodies. As much as emotions feel like fleeting things that we cannot grasp or understand, they are actually physical and chemical manifestations of our thoughts, which our bodies are trying to process. If you want to experience gratitude, but you're feeling blocked, ask yourself, what's eclipsing my gratitude? What's stopping me from feeling more grateful? Instead of going to a story that gives context to why you feel this way, like my sister is blocking me from feeling grateful because she doesn't return my texts, try instead to put your finger on the feelings you are experiencing. It's normally just a word. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I'm sad. If it helps you to process, write your answers down or simply process them aloud as they come to you like, I'm feeling lonely. I feel anxious and afraid. Take a moment to put your finger on how you are feeling right now. Once you've put your finger on the difficult emotion that you're feeling, maybe there's been many, just choose one for this exercise. Now we're going to explore your body to see where you are experiencing it. Emotions often dwell in our chest, our throat area, our stomach, or even our head. Maybe you feel tension in some part of your body, like a constriction, or maybe it's like butterflies in your stomach when you think about that emotion. It might feel like there's a brick or a rock sitting in one of these areas. The goal here is not to blast your way through this feeling, but it's simply to look at it, feel it, acknowledge it, and allow yourself to experience it in the same way that you would stop to notice and study a work of art at an art gallery. 
resistance might come up at this point. You might be feeling, I don't want to feel this thing. It's uncomfortable for me. This is too painful. If that's happening for you, validate the resistance as an emotion too and simply start there. Where is this resistance living in your body? All you have to do is be an observer of the emotion and its accompanying sensations in your body with curiosity. Don't try to change it, just observe it. Dig a little deeper as well. Does the emotion feel like it has texture or a color? Just explore a little while. If the temptation comes to jump into the story behind the emotion, like in the example we just used where you feel, I just need to tell my sister how she makes me feel so she can change her behavior, that's okay. Notice what you're thinking and gently put it aside, returning rather to experiencing the energy of what's going on inside of you. sensations in your body are giving you a clue as to where you are storing destructive cellular memories. Your body wants to work with the process of bringing healing, which is why it's communicating with you, showing you where the stress is accumulating. Be gentle with yourself. Ask yourself to stay with the emotion and the sensations just for a few more moments. Well done. Now we'll move to the next phase of this meditation, and that is to focus on our breathing. Here's the method to follow. You've been aware of where these emotions and these sensations are in your body. So now simply place your hands on the area of your body where you felt those sensations when you first thought of the negative emotions. 
if you felt them in two places, for example, your throat and your heart. Put one hand on your throat and one hand on your heart. Next, we'll take a deep, slow breath in and be aware of the breathing. Allow it to start in your stomach, moving into your lungs and finally reaching into your head. Okay, that's good practice. Let's do it again. Breathe out. Take that deep, slow breath in, allowing it to start in your stomach filling your lungs and finally reaching your head. Hold your breath and make a request of your body to release the stress from the area that your hands are covering. As you slowly breathe out, feel that emotion being caught up in the breath as it's released from the body. Repeat this process at your own pace. As you go through this exercise, you might notice that the emotion is beginning to move or it's changing in consistency. Maybe it's vanishing. Maybe the sensations that you have in your body when you thought of the issue or the emotion are no longer there. Just take a minute to evaluate your body. What's happening as you're working through this process? This is the beauty of meditation. We see that everything we experience is impermanent and that our bodies are actually designed to process emotions. We're not supposed to bury them. We're supposed to ride those waves and bring healing to them. We're working through them. Once you've stayed with your more difficult emotions for as long as it feels comfortable for you, you might notice that a tiny space opens up for some gratitude to come in. It might be as simple as saying, I'm grateful I have the time to sit quietly with myself and reflect on my internal environment. That's a great place to start. You might be experiencing gratitude for your health or the fact that you're safe right now. 
other things that you're thankful for may start to flood into your mind. Give yourself space to find these things that are popping up. Simply place your hands over your heart and as they come up, quietly acknowledge them. As they pop up, just say a simple thank you. Don't be concerned if you don't automatically find the things that you're grateful for on your first attempt, or even your fifth attempt. Sometimes we are overflowing with other emotions that just need to be first seen, heard, and accepted before we can get anywhere near gratitude. I mentioned earlier that this is a learned skill, and right now you are opening up the pathway for gratitude to have its place in your life. If you practice regularly, giving yourself the permission to ride those waves of the negative emotions, but you also allow space to see what you have to be thankful for, then gratitude becomes a lifestyle, despite our light and momentary troubles. Have a wonderful day and a beautiful life that's filled with gratitude.